it's important to quiet the noise. It's important to have these, these periods of time when we go within. But you can't stay there. Because if you stay there, the authenticity of you dies. If you stay there, that precious message or idea that was mandated that you and only you can carry, it will die. From Nat's Numbers, I'm Nat, and this is the Numerology Chick Podcast. Let's decode the superpowers in your chart and in the people around you to create magic, synchronicity, and empowerment in your life. So in this month's episode, I am going to cover how to share your against the grain idea, your against the grain message, or even just your eccentric self successfully with the world. And how do you do this even if you feel odd or different or scared or alone? I think there comes a time in our lives and on our journey where We have to come out of hiding where the universe, the zero, where God asks us to share, to speak up, to shine and to emanate that next thing that we've been kissed with. But I'm going to tell you from being a spiritual coach now for over a decade, this can be one of the hardest things to do. So I'm going to share in this episode some of the things that I've learned from working with clients that make a huge difference, that help people have that confidence, have that courage, have that trust to put themselves out there so they can finally be received, so they can finally be cherished for being who they really are, so they can finally experience aligned connection, aligned service. I'm going to cover the two spiritual shifts that we need to make to find that creative courage, to tap into that spiritual confidence. I'm going to reveal the most common block that prevents clients from sharing their truth and being embraced for doing so. And this block might actually surprise you because I think it's something that we all fall prey to and we don't even know that we're doing it. And I'm also going to be sharing a journal exercise at the end that will help you bust through these blocks now and find inspiring, luminous ways to miraculously share your light. I'm also going to be specifically talking about two numbers that are directly associated with the topic of this month. I'm going to be talking about the number three in numerology and the number seven. So if you have either of these numbers in your numerology chart, this episode might hit you extra hard. So stay tuned. Really quick, I want to say thank you to everyone who supported this work and supported the Numerology Chick podcast last month. Thank you to Dawn, to Brian, to Animistic Art, to JT, to Miranda. I appreciate you guys so much. 
If you find the Numerology Chick podcast helpful, if it inspires you and you want more, you can support this work by sharing it with friends and family, by donating. There's always a link in the show notes to do so. And you can also rate it over on your podcast app. You guys, that helps out so much. And just a reminder, if the topic of this month's episode speaks to you and you want a little help, a little coaching to dive deeper, you can join the seventh floor over on Patreon. On the seventh floor, we deepen the theme and the topic of the month. We pray. We give the zero, we give the universe new thoughts, new beliefs to weave a new tapestry into our lives. There will be a link in the show notes to join over on Patreon if you're interested. Now, let's dive in. So one of the many things that I love about numerology is the wisdom of the number sequence one through nine. I mean, when we learned how to count, we didn't think that it was really a profound big deal, but one through nine is this beautiful metaphorical journey of development, of evolution, of expansion, of manifestation. It illustrates each of the steps that we go through to bring something to completion and to fruition. And in that journey, one, two, three, we reach this point where before we move on to the number four, the four elements of matter, before we move on to being practical and grounding things down and building things and materializing things, we first must speak up, express, and reveal what is on our heart. Because if we don't, then what ends up materializing is something that's not worthy of us, something that's not aligned with us, something that isn't resonant with us. Then we end up living a life or having friendships or having relationships or a career that is a betrayal of who we are. A betrayal of all that we've learned and all that we've downloaded and all that we've experienced, right? And so for some of us, you know, this might simply be that it's time to speak up and let people know who we really are, what our opinions are, what our personality is, what our preferences are, right? It could be just speaking up more when you're with friends or with family, with your spouse, in the dating scene. And for some of us, it could be that we have a message or an idea or a dream that we want to share in our industry, in our career, in our business. But regardless of how it shows up, the three is necessary. It's time. It's time to shine. It's time to express. It's time to reveal. It's time to come out of hiding. But you notice in the title that this just isn't about expressing ourselves. This is about expressing something that's like against the grain, something that's different. That's the seven. 2023 is a seven universal year. I think that this is why so many of us are feeling this, this itch and this call to be something different, to do something different. I read this piece of poetry that hit me that illustrates, I think, what has happened for all of us 
This is by Florence Welch and her work in Useless Magic. Quote, I'm sorry you couldn't find me. I've been in the woods. I put myself there because I couldn't be good. I've been running with foxes and running with crows, and I have found myself a home where no one goes. End quote. Here's the thing. That period of time where we broke away from the tribe, where we felt called to pursue something different, to be something different, that was divine. That was on point. It's important to quiet the noise. It's important to have these, these periods of time when we go within. But you can't stay there. Because if you stay there, the authenticity of you dies. If you stay there, that precious message or idea that was mandated that you and only you can carry, it will die. It's time to take what you learned, take what you unearthed in the woods, in the place where no one goes, and it's time to breathe life into it. One of the things I've noticed when I've worked with threes in my private practice, people that have like a three life path or a three expression number, let's say, is that they garner safety from isolating, from hiding, right? Like, I think that this is a habit that we all might have, is that I get safety from not speaking up. I get safety and comfort from staying quiet. And so this is what we have to work on. How do, how do we develop the courage how do we develop the confidence to be ourselves or to pursue who we want to be when we're so afraid? I think the thematic is we don't know how to honor ourselves without excluding ourselves. You know what the funny thing is, is that the simple answer to sharing your against the grain message. The simple answer to sharing who you really are is to start sharing it, <laughs> right? But I think the first thing that we have to do is acknowledge that the things that hold us back from taking practical action from being who we are, from sharing what's on our heart, from moving out of the woods and back into the tribe are always energetic. It's always non-physical things. So I'm going to share with you, firstly, two spiritual shifts that we need to make to feel more safe. To become a woman or a man who's walking with faith, who is resourced and who is buoyed by something greater. Here's the first spiritual shift. This against the grain idea or message or aspect of yourself isn't yours. You've been kissed with it. It is from God. It is from the universe. It is from the zero. 
when I was studying the archetype of the three, I came across this concept that the Greeks believed so deeply. The Greeks believed that when an artist was creating a piece of art, they didn't believe that the artist was creating it. They believed that the artist was discovering it, that it already existed, right? And that the, the artist was simply connecting to it, being a conduit for it, right? If there is this big block of marble that Michelangelo, like the, the beautiful piece of art was already in there and the artist just had to discover it. I think that's so beautiful. This against the grain idea or message that you are feeling, that you want to share, that you want to be, that you want to do, it isn't yours. It's an intelligent response to what is lacking in the world. It's an essential, wise urge that you were given so you can discover what hasn't been discovered, so you can access something that hasn't been seen, so you can bring to life something that so deeply wants to be revealed. I think what's funny is like if you think about the, the seven, the shaman as an archetype, and you think about how it shows up in like legends and folklore, you'll see that these shamans, these mystics, it wasn't that they needed to be away from people, but it was that they needed to be moved by something that wasn't human. Like if you think about Rafiki from Lion King <laughs> or um, Moana's grandma, gosh, what was Moana's grandma's name? But you think about these, these sort of the village crazy lady, the, the village crazy monkey. You see this very common thematic. They don't have to be away from people. They can be with people. But when they're with people, the essence of something spiritual is always with them. They're swimming in it. They emanate it. They exude it. And it's seen as this incredible eccentricity and craziness and playfulness. But really, all it is, is that they're honoring their wisdom. They're honoring the downloads. They're honoring you know, their desires without excluding themselves. They can be with others and still be moved by this thing. What you've been kissed with isn't yours. It is divine and I want you to carry it with you. I want you to allow it to move you. I want you to see that it really isn't about you per se. It's really about this mission and this calling. And I think another thing to say here is we need to come to terms with the sanctity of desire itself. Your desire 
to share this, to be this, even if it's unusual, even if it's different from what everybody else is doing, is the zero. It's God. It's that infinite intelligence behind existence lovingly guiding you and gently nudging you to what matters. It's turning your gaze to your emerald city. This isn't a preference. That is, this isn't a flight of fancy. You know, what you desire is not yours. It's guidance. It's a calling. The second spiritual shift that I think we all have to make to get on board with courageously sharing this next unusual thing is to really have a knowing that this desire is there because there is a need, because there is a market. I believe that God the zero is infinitely all-knowing. I don't believe that a heartfelt desire would be placed on your heart unless there was absolutely a place for it unless there was an audience for it, unless there were people that were wanting it and needing it. The way that this universe works is it's a universe of constant checks and balances. It's like we are placed in places, we are given desires that contribute to the harmony and the balance of the universe itself. The desire is there because there is a need. You wouldn't have it if that wasn't the case. So I want you to write these two spiritual new beliefs, these spiritual shifts down. This new desire, this against the grain message, this unusual aspect of yourself, whatever you want to call it, Number one, it is divine. It is not yours. You were given it. And it is your job to see it as guidance. It's your job to see it as truly, truly precious and sanctified. Number two, this against-the-grain message, this against-the-grain idea, it's there because there's a market. It's there because there's a need. It wouldn't be on your heart if that wasn't the case. Okay. So now we've covered those spiritual shifts. We need to talk about the, the biggest culprit that wastes our energy, that keeps us hiding, that keeps us scared, and that perpetuates this cycle of it's not safe to be me. This is something that I've learned from studying the archetype of the seven, from working with people with the seven in their chart. The most common issue and the most common block about sharing that against the grain idea or message or desire or quality about yourself is this. It's wanting to convince or convert or get other people on board. 
And that creates this combativeness that is exhausting and that isn't useful and that keeps people stuck in this cycle of conflict. It's so easy to fall prey to this because when we have an against the grain idea or a message or when we're so different and we just have these interests or these qualities that are so outside the box, it's so natural to say, before I can be that, before I can share that, I need to justify why I'm not doing the other thing, why I'm not being the other thing. I've done this a million times. We all have. But I am telling you that this is something that keeps you perpetually stuck in this purgatory of a lack of success, of Groundhog's Day over and over again, never breaking through, never moving to the next level, right? Manifesting experiences where instead of being cherished and being loved and being applauded, you feel completely alone and isolated. If we come from a place of wanting to convince or convert or get other people on board before we share, if we come from that place of I'm going to fight what I don't like or what isn't working or what I am not, we'll never move on. This little shift Shifting out of being combative to shifting to being, feeding what you love is like everything. I know it sounds so simple, but it is so profound. Like even just in daily life, if you were to just gently shift your energy to, I am going to share what I love. I am going to share what lights me up. I am going to trust that it is divine. (laughs) I'm going to trust that there's a market, otherwise I wouldn't have been kissed with it. (laughs) If that, if we focus on that versus I need to convince people of why I'm not doing that other thing anymore, I need to convince people of like, like that shift moves mountains, it creates miracles, it creates momentum, it creates speed. And so this is the journal exercise that I give clients around this that can be such a breakthrough. Ask yourself, what do you love that is like starlight to your bones? What is the inspiring truth or message or vision or essence that you want to share that brings a smile to your face? That is how we share our against the grain message or our against the grain self. You know, when you think about Rafiki and Lion King, when you think about Moana's, you know, grandma (laughs) in Moana, when you think about Gandalf from Lord of the Rings, they're not wasting their time. Like thinking about fighting against what they're done with, what they don't want, what isn't working. They're wise. They're coming from a place of feeding, focusing on, 
the thing that they love, the thing that's true to them, the thing that is the reality that they're swimming in. Gosh, when you're against something, you have less space on your canvas. You have less resource available to you that day. You have less space, less canvas, less real estate to bring that that beautiful thing to life. So in review, how to share your against the grain idea or message or your eccentric self with the world successfully. I think it's important to know that you have to learn how to honor yourself without excluding yourself. And here's how we do that. Know that this desire or this quality or this message that you've been kissed with is divine. It is not yours. It is an intelligent response to what is lacking. This desire that you were kissed with, it's there. You've been kissed with it because there is a need, because there is a market, because you were mandated to bring it to life. And remember, the most common instinct that we have that keeps us stuck that keeps us isolated and alone is when we are trying to convince other people, convert other people, get other people on board. And we do so from a combative place. Instead, really presence, really get clear, get intentional on what do you love? What is the inspiring truth, message, vision, or essence that you want to share, that you want to embody, that you want to bring to life? And focus on that. When you have the desire or the urge to to fight what you hate, to get on the pulpit and spout why people should believe what you believe or, or embody what you want to embody. Like when you have that instinct, it's human. We all have it. Remember this episode. Come back to this journal exercise. Come back to do not waste your energy. Do not waste the canvas of your day on what you are against. Bring that beautiful thing to life and watch as your special people, your audience shows up. Watch as the universe, the zero, delivers to you finally the feeling of togetherness, the feeling of union, the feeling of being accepted and cherished. It doesn't happen overnight. But if you practice this, if you practice these new beliefs, these spiritual shifts, and feeding what you love and bringing that beautiful thing to life, your life will change. And you will find that you can walk with faith and walk with confidence and be guided to miraculous steps in your journey that you otherwise would have never seen or had access to. So if there are more questions or um, insights that you want to share, please comment over on the blog because it will also give me material that I can respond to and remedy over on the seventh floor. So if you want more, 
if you want to pray with me, if you want to give the zero, give the universe even more new threads of thought to weave a new tapestry in your life where you can succeed, where you can be heard, where you can be witnessed for who you really are and what you really love, head over to Patreon and for $5 a month, you will get access to the bonus prayer, bonus audio that accompanies each numerology check episode. And remember, you can always click the link in the show notes to work with me one-on-one. I currently am enrolling. I only have two spots left um, for the six-month program. So if you've been on the fence, if you're a current client and you've been thinking about it, please message me and let's get you booked in. I appreciate you guys so much and I'll talk with you again soon.